0: Hey folks, welcome to Culture Jack. This is the 50th episode and you're here with Dustin and Anthony. Uh, tonight on the show, we're going to talk about, well, our podcast a little bit and what we've been through, our trials and tribulations. Anthony, it's so nice to speak to you again.
1: Well, yes it is. Very nice to speak with you as like, well.
0: Like we haven't spoken. <laughs> like like we, we've just been doing these podcasts separate without talking at all.
1: Absolutely. Well, you know what, what's kind of cool is I looked earlier and 39 number 39 was the last episode we did together. And I know we, we screwed around there for a little bit, took a break and now we're back at it. And and to, you know, truth be told, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this.
0: Well, one of the, one of the things that, that you were talking about before before we got on the phone, you sent me a text message. Um, now that we're doing it again, we can look into our our stats and you asked me uh, why we have so many people listening from France
1: <laughs> That's a pretty legitimate why is that? that's a pretty legitimate question though isn't it
0: i mean what what about our show in particular um, is is so attractive to the French people? I don't know. Well, first,
1: (laughs) hold hold on, hold on. So first, let's paint the picture a little bit so the audience knows what we're talking about. So a couple of weeks ago, I noticed it, I think like a week and a half ago, and I was like, this is kind of strange. I thought it was a bot thing or a server thing, and I thought it was going to drop off. But you posted about it, and and what we're talking about is we have a significant increase in listening uh, listeners or uh podcasts that have been listened to and we can track where in the world it's coming from easily it's just a part of the application and there is a sign like a very large number of people in france listening to us and it's it's kind of weird
0: like we had we had 700 plays on our podcast last week and like 650 of them from Paris.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, maybe, maybe we're going to be like, uh, maybe we're on track to be like David Hasselhoff and we're going to be big uh, overseas. Hasselhoff? So he's was he big in Paris? He no, he's, in he's huge in Germany, dude. He's like an icon oh, in Germany and in yeah. Europe. He sings and does all kinds of shit he doesn't do in America. But maybe I can't,
0: I can't get <laughs> I can't get my friends and family to listen to our show. <laughs> and, <laughs> We've got a bunch of Frenchies over there, like, yeah, Culture
1: Jack coming on Monday and Friday. It's great. I know. Well, yeah, we got a small commute, like one little tiny village in France. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listening to Culture Jack, they're like, these crazy Americans talking about crazy shit. So, um, so yeah, I mean, uh, So that's what we're talking about. But yeah, at first, I thought it was just like a server thing because sometimes you'll see weird shit or you used to see weird shit like that to where stuff was pinging out of one location. But because it's a consistent number, I mean, right now we've got 600 and something views current. So (laughs) they're listening to this shit. No, I mean, because that number should have fluctuated, right? So that number should have went down if it was like a, a bot or a server a server deal it would have switched over to something else traditionally um but so
0: it it just made me think it's way non-sequitur but you use like bots and servers i know people do that with like their youtube accounts and their instagram accounts and stuff like what what is the what is the benefit of just having extra i guess extra views without the 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 promise of those people being actual humans coming back to, to watch or or view or consume your product again. I don't, I don't know if I get it entirely.
1: Yeah. So there, there's several reasons, right? So up and comers um, will do, Whatever it takes to try to boost them because they think that if I get listens or if I get views or, or whatever the venue may be, um, they believe that if they have high numbers, other people are going to see it and they're going to be like, oh, shit, this dude's legit or this girl's legit. And that's a way to do it. There's also I mean, there, dude, there's people that have too much money and they're like i gotta be cool and they do shitty posts and so they'll pay people to boost them i mean a lot of a lot of like youtubers especially like dude they're when they first start i mean they're getting so much different help from so many different levels and they have to have these boosts these swings in their social media to start proving that hey i am legitimate because if you if, if, if you dwell on that lower level then no you're not going to get sponsors you're not going to get shit dude
0: so it's kind of it's kind of like an optics thing really just a it just kind of a a badge of hey look at me i'm doing okay you should you should come to me cuz i am doing okay and then hopefully the real people will eventually take to the, the spot of the of the bots i guess
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, and companies do it. I mean, a lot of people do it. I remember when Instagram first came out, uh, there was an app. I logged onto it because I was like, Oh shit, you can get all these followers. I didn't know. I was like, What the hell is this thing? And I, I I signed into it and then it breaks the algorithm and it does all this shit. I did it a couple of times and I was like, This is not cool, man. I mean, dude, but it but it worked. I'll tell you firsthand. <laughs> Holy shit. No, no. If you go in and do it, like there was a couple of posts. I was, I was getting into it there for a minute. I mean, hundreds of hundreds of likes and I'm like, Whoa, but it was like bot farming. Hey, you do this for me. They'll do this for you. You got to go through and do this work. And and that's all that, that to me is like bot farming, dude. And it's, it's, it's very, uh, it is very, very appealing, I feel like, especially for a new creative type of person, because you're not maybe you're not good at branding, maybe you don't have money, maybe uh, you're you're not hitting your stride, or a million different scenarios. How easy is it to sign up for this thing, do some shit for a little while, and then your your views and your stats jump? I mean, is it real? Not, no. I, I I would say that's not a real approach, but I mean, there's an appeal to it too.
0: For sure. It's, uh, it's talking about bots, like on our, on our SoundCloud, when we post uh, culture Jack, uh, every time we put out a new episode, there's one or two that come by and I don't think they're bots. I think they're just people that are just, you know, spamming. They do the same thing to all the different accounts and they go, Hey, do you want, you what a great, great episode or what a great track. Come to my, come to my, uh, bio and check out my link to get followers and listeners. And, uh, so I've been replying to them. I don't know if they, (laughs) if they they ever come back and look at any of them, but I'm like, Hey, it'd be great if you just, you could follow us and listen to us. That'd be pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) well, and there's different, yeah, there's, there's variations of even those folks that like, I sit there and I look at them and I'm like, man, this is crazy because. Um you've got like the true bots that are just ask but then you've got the like person bot kind of move where it's like hey i love your episode and they give you something semi specific and then they're like oh by the way <laughs> i did this thing too check it out yeah
0: i just i just thought it was funny this is this is this episode we will have surpassed by the time this one airs we will have surpassed Fifty-one episodes of Culture Jack. This is kind of our celebratory anniversary, uh, kind of, because there were more episodes in between. Like we did episodes that weren't numbered, um, and it, it makes me think of other big events we we've done, uh, like episode number nine. You remember that one?
1: Was that was missing number nine, right?
0: No, it, it, no. It, it's it's a great episode, probably our finest. Uh, so anyone listening. Uh, go back in our into our
1: catalog, find them <laughs> Oh my God, just yeah, give them give him that much
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's one of the greatest. Um, it it'll really it'll really knock your knock your socks off. When we started doing this podcast for the real o g culture Jack fans, we were recording in your office after work, and we were using that little um. That Skype meeting microphone, you remember that? There's like a little circular disc yeah. thing that we were like placing in between us. Yeah. What was that called?
1: Uh, that was uh, just a office meeting microphone, dude. I, I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know how bad our audio sounded? <laughs> it was terrible. It, but we didn't
0: find that out until after we recorded like six episodes. And then we found out how bad it was, and you were like, "Man, I hate to do this, but we got to start over. We cannot, we cannot put out take
1: Oh, holy shit! No, I do remember that. I remember that. And now that you bring that up, I, I actually forgot about that. But that is right. We started from freaking scratch.
0: Yeah, that was. I, that, it was so disheartening, but it was. I mean it was necessary. And not to say that, you know, the episodes that we put out immediately after that were like some goal that was this great big turnaround, but <laughs> at least at least,
1: <laughs> at least you could hear us through the audio. Right. Yeah, that was uh that that's absolutely right. I mean we've we've tried many things over through these fifty episodes, different different uh configurations, um, different uh, recording devices, recording software—we've uh, definitely ran our route of different uh, techniques on on the attempt, right?
0: Um, do you do you have any any dear fond memories of our recording these podcast episodes?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I, I have several. In fact, I, I often find myself kind of treasuring not listening for a while and then i'll find myself doing something kind of mundane whether it's a yard project or a cleaning project or or something and i'll throw it on and then the nostalgia the conversation kind of comes to life to me and I, i i can't i can't say it's one thing uh specific but what i can say at this point is you know even with you just bringing up you know, our first six episodes being deleted and remembering those conversations, <laughs> how, like how bad those conversations were. Cause they were garbage ass conversations too. But, uh, we wrote out a bunch of shit and we're like, let's just walk through this. And our topics were so offbeat.
0: Oh yeah. When Remember we Up on the whiteboard and we, when we, uh, <laughs> we, we were just trying to like anything, what are we interested in? And there was no real central theme, no. Uh, and again, not to say that we are the most cohesive podcast today, but it was just like, uh, aren't these shoes that I'm wearing just great? I love these shoes. I should do, we should do an episode on shoes. We should talk about that. How about the gym? What yeah. about airplanes? You like airplanes? There's yeah. a TV in the corner. Let's talk about
1: TV and electronics. It's That's- just kind of all over the place. Absolutely. and And so thinking – Thinking about that, and then we evolved and we started to. Tr- we we kind of started figuring some stuff out, we were trying different stuff, and uh, you know, we took a little break, uh, or no, we uh, we did take a little break and then we attempted and then we uh, took a little bit of a longer break.
0: <laughs> no, I, I think, uh, as far as Culture Jack Cannon is in- concerned. We we began to social distance because we feared the potential of a a pandemic outbreak similar to the one that we're having today. Remember, we were ahead of the curve on this whole pandemic and social distancing, and that was us. We yeah. started that. <laughs> we did <laughs> on both of those breaks. We 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 came back out uh, in a couple episodes about endgame, and then we went right back into our isolation. I think <laughs> that's the official. Story. Don't deviate from the official story.
1: You know, Jesus. Yeah. Well, and and so check check this out though. I mean, to to kind of catch it up, you know, we took our break, and, and I know both of us had a lot of life changes and a lot of things happening uh, during that break. And what was cool though is you know, we got together, we, we bullshitted about it a couple of times. And then, and then we finally said, Hey, you know, do you want to do this thing? And we went back and forth a little bit and it was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's, let's get back on it and, uh, you know, try it again. We got a, we got a little bit of a different approach that we, we feel we can uh, make it work. And that's what we're doing. And, and I appreciate it. I think more now and, I I appreciate being able to hear those old episodes and kind of chuckle and not in the sense of like uh, we weren't using the road technology or any of that, just hearing our conversations as they've grown.
0: Well, it's, 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 it's good now in that you're, you're putting an episode out on Monday, Monday madness show. (laughs) I'm putting an episode out on Friday, the Friday show. Um and it, it's it's good in the in the sense that it's easy to just schedule cuz i just have to work around my schedule and i don't have to worry about when you're ready you don't have to worry about when i'm ready but i mean i i do i do miss this i miss you know having having someone to talk to about things and and throw ideas at and then have those ideas bounce back and then just create that kind of dynamic conversation that we we've had. So it, I, I'm enjoying doing this right now, albeit it's over the phone, we're still quarantining, <laughs> but, uh, at, at some point I'd like to get back to that where we're, we're doing more of these kinds of things in the future.
1: Yeah, no, that, that sounds, that sounds fantastic. So let's, uh, it's big 50, you know, we've uh, picked the picked the mics back up, and we've you know started running in a new direction. Mm-hmm. What are some of the things as we transition and move forward? What What are some of the things that you would you want to do? Can be anything. Is there a subject that you want to cover? Is there uh, anything?
0: Gosh, I I don't know. Like. I enjoy, I enjoy the fact that our podcast is mostly kind of gaming, technology, entertainment oriented. Like it's, it's, I I think does a pretty good, cause that's what we're interested in. You can tell that we're interested in those things because they really come out, uh, not just as our topics, but we're excited about them. Um, As, as far as, You know, things I want to see in the future. I I don't know. I was, I was thinking about, and again, for the OG culture jack listeners out there, um, what, what do you think about bringing back, uh, the way that we used to showcase interesting technologies and, uh, articles from the web? On the show, you remember
1: when we did that? Yeah, yeah, that we surprised each other every time we did an episode. I, yeah, 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 yeah. there was nothing (laughs) that was that was nothing planned about it. No, no, there wasn't. There was one guy, it was his turn, and he would find some goofy thing on the interwebs and (laughs) lay it on the other dude live. And actually, what's funny about that that (laughs) is that it was literally live on that show. Yeah, I don't yeah. you know, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I think there's there's a potential for it for sure.
0: Do you remember the sex fit ring? Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> that was the, that was a the, the culture jagged gold. The gold standard.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> the, what about the licky tongue? The, oh my gosh, the, yeah. The,
1: the cat pet grooming, the cat thing? yeah. I, brush. I do recall that. Oh. That was hilarious. That was
0: that
1: was pretty fun.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, besides that, I I, I want to get more, uh, creative in the way that I, I do the podcasts. Um, I want to get back to doing, uh, these types of things more semi regularly. And, uh, I, I don't know, just, just coming up with a, with a format. And I think we're getting there. We're getting closer every time that is is recognizable as, Hey, this is, this is Dustin Anthony. This is culture, Jack. This is kind of what they, what they represent. And people know what to expect when they come to our show, they know, uh, kind of what they, what they should feel. And they, they want to come back, you know, that's, I don't know. I It's, it's, it's just fun. And I want to, I want to keep doing it and keep trying to figure out better ways to do it. Good answer. <laughs> I'm I'm brilliant tonight. Tonight I'm really uh, i really got my my big brain on.
1: You came prepared, sir. <laughs> you definitely came. No, th- th- this does feel th- this feels uh, good to get back on here, and you know we we've got some plans, I guess, in the future, and 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 we'll see. I mean, I, I I'm in agreement with you. As well as you know, get back into the the swing of things, and uh, you know, keep keep the uh, podcast as relevant as we can, and that's that's some stuff and goals that we're working on. And really, you know, the fun part for me about doing this, I guess, now as opposed to then is I think that our, our re-approach on like let you know let's let, let's give this thing a whirl let's let's really kind of go after it and jump back in and and try to come up with uh, what's comfortable for both you and I as 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 this thing moves forward plus uh, the the subject matter right now with COVID-19 and so many crazy incredible things to discuss it it, to me, it makes sense, you know.
0: Yeah, um, I did have uh, one one thing that I I wanted to talk to you about tonight. Have you heard about this dispute going on between the AMC theater chain and Universal Studios?
1: I I did hear something, but uh, go ahead.
0: So uh, I got I got some quotes here and some information, but. Uh Universal, they released the animated movie Trolls World Tour on premium video on demand. And and we talked about that or or we passed the question back and forth in a couple episodes here recently. Um but this is one that you could like you could rent it for twenty dollars or you could buy it for twenty five dollars. Um and they were they were very successful with this release. Uh, it, it earned a hundred million dollars in the first three weeks being released to home video. Holy and, God. and that's partly because the split between the producer and the distributor, in this case, Amazon, Hulu, whoever, ever it was, is, is a lot more profitable than them, uh, releasing it to the movie theaters because that split is, uh, 50-50 at the movie theaters with the box office. And it's, it's like 70-30 for the producers, uh, with the, the at-home distributors. And so, uh, the, the CEO for NBC Universal dropped a tweet because he was excited about it. Uh, and the tweet said, uh, the results for Troll's World Tour have exceeded our expectations and de- demonstrated the viability of premium video on demand. As soon as theaters open, we expect to release movies on both formats. Ah, uh, So AMC did not care for that. And so the CEO of the AMC theaters, Adam Aron, uh, he wrote them a letter that said, It is disappointing to us, but Jeff's comments as to Universal's unilateral actions and intentions have left us with no choice. Therefore, effective immediately, AMC will no longer play any universal movies in our theaters in the United States, Europe, or the Middle East. This policy affects any and all universal movies per se goes into effect today and as our theaters reopen and is not some hollow or ill-considered threat. Incidentally, this policy is not aimed solely at universal out of peak or to be punitive in any way. It also extends to any movie maker who unilaterally abandons current windowing practices absent good-faith negotiations between us so that they as a distributor and we as an exhibitor both benefit and neither are hurt from such changes. <laughs> so they're in kind of a pissing match right now um, over whether or not Universal can release uh, on premium video demand the same time as uh as they release in the theaters, what
1: do you think? Well, it's it's definitely going to start an uproar. I mean, it could be. I mean, there's a potential of it killing or or definitely hurting the theater. I I, I think it's at a point of hurting the theater more than it is the digital streaming because everything's digital streaming. Um, oh sure, it, it as a whole uh generates more than anything else but i mean as i said in the past i can't see theaters going away just like that i i would you know as i mentioned in a previous episode uh consider maybe a upgrade for theaters to where it's a better experience and an evolved experience, but you shoot, you you never know, man. I mean, I don't know. If if Universal partners up with someone else or, you know, Fox, Marvel, or one of those guys poke in and say, you know what, dude, we're gonna jump in this. Marvel probably won't because it's got too much writing on that box office number, but 20% off, you know, 20% off of that cost for Marvel though would result in some staggering amounts of money.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it really would. Can we, you know those movies make a billion billion dollars a ago? Um, the, the thing about it is, it, it's for Mr. Jeff Shell to make such a, I don't know, a boisterous announcement that they're gonna they're gonna move to this kind of thing, not exclusively, but in conjunction with theater releases. Like right now is not a time that's super indicative of what the market will be when theaters are up and running and open, right? Because right now people can't go to the theater. So the only choice they had to see trolls is to watch it through video on demand. So it's like, it's, it's kind of apples to oranges sort of thing. I still think it's interesting that they're, they're squabbling over it.
1: Well, right. But it's a leverage point. So right True. now, I mean, right now it's such a perfect leverage point because guess what? Theaters aren't open <laughs> and they yeah. just, they did it successfully. And they're like, well, wait a second. You know, if this goes on for another couple of months or, or not, th- this is a capable thing, you know, and we've seen similar things with like uh, the superhero rated R movie towards like you can't make money, blah, 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 blah. And then. You know the the I guess the turning point, at least as far as I can remember, for rated R movies as a whole, even removing the superhero part, was uh, Ted. You know, Ted. Oh yeah, ca- it, a, right. Well, yeah, because when Ted came out, it was like, holy shit, this movie just just killed. And his number one, the number one rated R movie of all time. And it was that same thing. we like, you can't, you can't make high grossing rated R movies. That was a thing. Like it was, it was a, it was a fact. And then, you know, Deadpool and, and Logan and, and, and you're looking at, I mean, and I know there's more movies than those that, that have raked in a lot of money being rated R, Tropic Thunder, uh, Expendables. And you can go on, on that, on that list. Uh, but that was a pretty big change in the movie industry. Uh, accepting that and, and then building that volume. Obviously, there's a technology change, but dude, he just proved it. Hey, I made a we made we made some fat money on this. Um, we saved twenty percent. You know, I mean, because that is a big number. You know, like you said, billion dollars. Like say, Iron Man's a billion dollars. That's two hundred million dollars.
0: Well, the the statistics that I was reading online is that the first Trolls movie, which was released in theaters. Made, I think it was like 153 million in its three months, in its three month run. Uh, and with theaters taking 50% of that. And this movie, they said at a, like a 70 30 or 80 20 split pulled in more money in three weeks for the studio than the first movie did in its entire theater uh run so i mean that's pretty that's pretty crazy
1: well it is and well and the thing too at least at this time is there hasn't been uh very many movie releases since uh the gentleman dropped and like that week i can't remember what week that was but that was like three or four weeks ago we got like four new movies in a week released on to on to uh digital and since then i think one of the biggest movies that's released is uh uh, what is it? Excursion? Is that what it is? With uh, um, what the heck's his name? Thor on Netflix? That oh, just came I out. saw.
0: It. Yeah, I saw that on
1: Extraction. Maybe? Extraction. Yeah. So so Extraction just came out, um, but outside of Extraction and Trolls there hasn't been any like big big name actor to, or or even director for that matter really tied to anything because the gap in the release dates because of the theater. So it's a smart play. It could get ugly. I feel like it could get really ugly if, if one leans too far one way or the other um, because the disadvantage to that is so that purchase dynamic goes kind of against like what Disney, the Disney plus is because you're paying for a subscription, right? right so for them to try to add that into theirs i mean maybe that's something they're looking at and then it's an exclusive hey we'll give it to you for 15 bucks if you're a member or 20 if you're not or whatever i don't know man this could go either which way i think it's definitely crazy that it's got to that point to where dudes like and why would that knucklehead tweet that i mean like that that's a dipshit thing to do why didn't you reach out to these theaters and say hey dude
0: he was really excited um there, there was a universal, uh, universal spokesman that responded to AMC's letter actually, and, and they said, our desire has always been to efficiently deliver entertainment to as wider audience as possible. We absolutely believe in the theatrical experience and have made no statement to the contrary. <laughs> As we stated earlier, going forward, we expect to release future films directly to theaters as well as PBOD when that distribution outlet makes sense. We look forward to having additional private conversations with our exhibition partners.
1: <laughs> well, I wonder how, how big of the market is Universal. Do you know? Oh,
0: no, it can't be that big. I mean, they do little rinky dink films like trolls. I mean they're not I mean they're not Disney big. They're not Sony big. Maybe they are Sony big I don't know, man.
1: Well it's Universal Studios. I mean, fuck, they got a uh they have a uh, amusement park and shit. I mean they're pretty big, right? Yeah, I guess they are. Well I I mean mm.
0: I I don't follow it super close, but when the Disney acquisition of Fox took place, I remember the number 33% of the entertainment uh, media and producers were now owned under the Disney flag. So they own like a third of it. So I mean, yeah, there's other two thirds has got to be other two thirds have got to be owned by somebody. There's Sony, there's universal. Who else
1: is there now? I don't know, dude. There's a lot of side companies these days.
0: Is Paramount one of those
1: guys? Yeah, Maybe. Par- Paramount. Paramount's got a network, but I believe they're under someone else. Like they're owned by a bigger company.
0: They're all owned by the Freemasons and
1: Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, By Comcast, Cable, Marvel. And yeah, Disney yeah, and, that's right. And all of that stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's... I don't know, dude. I mean, like I said, that that's a pretty extreme thing to throw out there but i mean dude they have to make money too i mean they're pretty much on hold and it it was successful it's, it's just one of those things to where it's like it worked because they, they could it could have not worked <laughs> you know what i mean too i mean shit it could have flopped right. hey we only made 10 million dollars off this you know 50 million dollar movie what the hell are we going to do <laughs> you know well or there what? were
0: other movies that were in theaters When everything got shut down, and so they continued their release on the video on demand, like Bloodshot, it went. It wasn't. It wasn't direct to video on demand, but it was in the theaters, and then theaters got shut down, and they were like, "Okay, we're going to continue releasing this for rental on these um, premium, you know, at home streaming services." So uh, it'll be interesting to see, like, moving forward what movies are going to go straight that route, what movies they're going to delay. Um, and then what movies uh, are going to, I don't know, try and like uh universal's maybe doing here, having their cake and eating it too. Sort of thing.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, they, they may have just opened up a big, a really big can of worms and said, you know what, maybe the home experience and the theater experience. And then, if if that is a thing that happens, I think it's going to shut down a lot of theaters. And like I said, unless they have some renovation money to make it more appealing, um, that that could be a devastating blow to all of the theaters. Because you know, again, I mean, video, video on demand, it's uh, easy. <laughs> it's you know, Bloodshot. I, I saw that other. I didn't watch Bloodshot. Did you watch that?
0: I. Started too but i fell asleep (laughs) and did you was was vin diesel is not a good actor
1: (laughs) no that was my hesitation and then i read the reviews right when it hit theaters because i was like hey it could be good but dude is not a good actor at all
0: he he's uh he's an interesting character that that mr vin diesel yeah um Anything else about the podcast that you you remember just strikes strikes you in some way? You remember the time that I told you that I was sexually
1: Oh abused? my god! Oh yeah, no that that's, <laughs> I, that, that was it was just kind of peeking his head around the corner as you asked that question. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot. I uh like I said earlier, I mean there, there there's a lot I, I still love relistening to them. Um that story was one that definitely definitely stood out in the crowd of <laughs> of stories and and uh our opinions and, and some of the facts we had thrown out. Um but I not to not to uh not appreciate and be nostalgic and and, and all of those things. I'm just I'm excited to move forward. I, I really am. I, I feel like uh, my setups changed. I've got a, a better setup. I'm I'm coming into my own and I appreciate that part of it. I appreciate listening to to what we've done. I, I like listening to you. I like having the conversations with you um, about the episode because it's a different conversation because, you know, we're doing the whole A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B conversation. Right. And um, i i find a lot of value in that uh from just a pure communication point in, in in what we're both trying to do and uh that's that's the part i'm i guess where i'm at at this very moment not not to uh neglect or or uh share that i have like a lack of fo- focus or or a lack of nostalgia on those things but uh like I said, I, I find it as like a little treat <laughs> to be able to flip on one of those. I'm like, shit, man, I remember us talking about end game. I remember us talking about this. I remember us talking, you know, and then just sitting there listening to it while I'm doing something. I love it.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's a nice little, uh, time capsule for kind of what our, our feelings were on those particular subjects at that point in time. And I don't know man some of the some of the tangents that we get off on were pretty <laughs> pretty damn funny in their own right uh I had one more one more question that i I wanted to ask you um on this episode before we before we signed off. I don't know if you had a bunch more that you you wanted as well, but um when so with all this coronavirus and pandemic and isolation and quarantine and all that. What is, what's the first thing that you want to do when life goes back to normal? Assuming it will be going back to normal. Um, you know, like if, if we had the ability to do everything that we could do before the virus, you know, without fear of making someone sick or, or pissing someone off, what is the, the number one non isolation, non quarantine, priority for you after it's all, all over
1: okay um assuming that you're talking like a the, the health and safety side is pretty much air quote done or or it's at a controlled point and then the economy's swinging back in the right direction right yep, yep okay yep. Okay. It's, okay
0: it's pre-coronavirus time for, for all intents
1: and purposes okay yeah so That's a great question. Um, The first thing that comes to mind uh, at this at this moment, and and I've thought about it several times is it's spring. Uh, I've gotten a lot of house projects done, which is awesome because of the coronavirus. Um, Give me a a couple more weeks and I'll be way ahead (laughs) Um, with, you know, with that, with that, with that being said, uh, I would love to just get out, get out of town, you know, load the family up and go for a road trip. that's good yeah i mean you know spend a little time doing something like come down and
0: visit me and my family
1: yeah yeah no something like that i mean absolutely go go you know Get out for a little while, uh, especially at the house, because uh, to me, it's not about hey, I can go to the grocery store. I, like I don't give a shit about going to the grocery store or going to Lowe's. I mean, I go as I need to now, and that's cool. But yeah, I, I think kind of planning something and getting out of the house and going and seeing seeing some some different sights and you know remembering that life's okay and everything's on the up and up, man. Well, what about you?
0: Uh, absolutely nothing. I, I, I live an isolationist life before coronavirus. I will live one after coronavirus. <laughs> I, I will stay in my introverted, uh, cubby hole. Uh, yes.
1: There is nothing that you want to do <laughs> once it's done. I mean, come on.
0: No, I, I want to go back to the movie theater, man. Um, I I love going to the movies and a lot of other people's chief complaints about the movies are part of the reason why I, I love going to the movies. Like people complain about, you know, people being on their phones or people talking through the movie. That to me is all part of the experience. They're like, but yeah, but you paid so much money to get into this movie And I said, yeah, to get into this experience, it's with, you know, other people, maybe not the most courteous people, but other people living, living their life in tandem with you living your life. And whether they're looking at their phone most of the time or talking to most of it, you're both here sharing this experience of this, of this movie that you're watching. I I don't know. i like buying the kids extra snacks. Oh, before the <laughs> before the pandemic, hit, we went and saw Sonic the Hedgehog in theaters, and uh, it was funny because you know we get we get the popcorn and, and soda and uh, maybe one one or two of the snacks from the from the concessions, but you know there's always that thrill of kind of bringing something else along with you, and not a whole you know roasted chicken or anything, but little little treat and so we let the kids get a little treat to smuggle in with them and my daughter she had some skittles and (laughs) she had them like tucked under her armpit she was holding her arm down and then we were looking to get another treat from the concessions we're like what do you what do you want there and she reached up to point at what she wanted and the skittles fell out from under her arm, and out of her jacket, onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> she looked up like she was going to be shot on the on site. It was the funniest thing. I was like, "Put back! Put him back!" In your, and the person at the concession saw, and they were and they smiled. And, and uh, she just she thought she was going to jail. <laughs> it was that, the best.
1: <laughs> that is awesome. That's an awesome story. Damn.
0: Yeah. I want to I want to go go see some movies again. I think that'd be
1: good. Yeah, you know, one of the things in the I guess the entertainment side, I that crossed my mind was uh, going back to like Dave and Buster's or going to a movie too. I mean, that definitely sounds good. You're you're absolutely right. You know, and
0: and you and I had talked about going to uh, like we talked about picking picking back up uh, comics again here recently and and you know, going to a comic book shop and just flipping through some comics sounds really appealing right now.
1: Yeah, it does. Yeah. I guess it's that, that, uh, normalcy, but I will say with this, I have come to appreciate things, um, uh, under different circumstances, you know, uh, with a lot of stuff I've done here at home, um, I've I've been home way too much <laughs> to, to some, to some degree. Um, but, you know, I, I have come to appreciate things a lot more. I've gotten rid of a lot of things um, with no intention of replacing them and, you uh, I feel good about it. I feel good uh, to slow down and not be racing around and doing doing a lot of things that I I was doing. I, I I think that with that I appreciate things more, and that's why, like to me, going going on a trip with the family, you know. Uh, that could be a, a very adventurous thing, you know, stopping if we did go uh, south or if we went north or we went out of state. I mean, like even the thought of going out of state on a vacation right now is is terrifying, like a family vacation right. out of state. Like that sounds yeah. like, like a joke. It is actually a joke right now because you can't. What are you going to quarantine? I'm going to go on vacation to Hawaii and quarantine in my room for two weeks. Or whatever i don't know what the <laughs> rules are in hawaii but i don't, don't know a
0: hotels exciting
1: <laughs> yeah well shit right now going to a hotel and like being somewhere different would be pretty you know pretty exciting but you know in that same light i i feel very fortunate with the uh spring that we've had and and, and a few weeks back i was trying to be optimistic and saying, hey you know what the weather's going to get better here it's going to the sun's going to come out and and it has it's taken its course, and you know hanging in the mid fifties heading into sixties, and you know that's a beautiful thing to me and and getting out in the yard and doing a lot of the prep stuff I mentioned earlier for anticipating summer that part of it's been nice
0: yeah it I don't know man it it's gonna everything's gonna be all right, like the song says, right,
1: yeah. Ab- absolutely. I mean, it's one step, you know, one, one foot in front of the other and you just take those steps and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But, uh, you know, I, I I'd also like to end this episode. Big number 50. Well, it's like or 51. 51 or 52. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, we
0: we 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 have surpassed 50, so this is our anniversary episode. Though. So, happy anniversary,
1: Anthony. Yep. Yeah. Happy anniversary. <laughs> we we will have to uh given the uh social distancing mandates and travel mandates and all of that. It, as soon as they lay rest, we will have to uh get together, have a proper proper little mini celebration and throw together. Hey, we should we,
0: we could, we could share a beer over zoom, man.
1: That's There's true. Nothing
0: wrong with it. We'll have ourselves a little uh, zoom meeting. Yeah. Have ourselves a couple of cocktails.
1: Yeah, we should <laughs> and do We'll that. kick
0: this thing off regular until one of us falls into the computer.
1: <laughs> no, we, we, we should definitely look into that. So, um, before you end the,
0: before you end the episode,
1: uh, for all of you out there listening, um, make sure you
0: stay tuned. This is airing on Wednesday, so hopefully you had an opportunity to answer Anthony's question that he asked this Monday and uh, tune in on Friday for the, the second half of uh, the coronavirus episode that I recorded. So um, please, please stay tuned. We love having you here. We love listening to you. And And by gosh,
1: we're going to we're going to kick ass with this culture jack thing. Man, you pretty much did the outro. Thanks. Is that the outro? <laughs> that was that was pretty that was pretty close. Uh, I'll just repeat part of what Dustin said. Hey, we we do appreciate everybody that was uh, that has listened to us. Maybe this is your first time listening. Maybe it's the fiftieth, fifty second time. We definitely appreciate you guys that are listening to the podcast. Uh, the the new commitments of the Monday and Friday show. Uh, both Dustin and I are comfortable and, and will grow grow into those in the months to come. Uh, and this is one of hopefully many many surprises that'll come to you here in 2020 thanks for tuning in to culture jack catch the friday show with dustin we'll talk to you later uh, i'll
0: talk to you later anthony